everyone. Hey girls, how are you doing? So good to see you finally. It's been ages, right? I remember like in 2022, we had our last episode, right? Just like we haven't seen each other in like forever. Hey. Right. I was just trying to do the, you know, this podcast thingy. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Nina. And here we go. Here is our beautiful arena and Tom and all the gang. Apart from Dasha, who is our new member of the team, but she'll be joining us sometime, right? Yeah, she will. Yeah, she will. We'll we'll make her. <laughs> For now, I guess everybody will just have to um, enjoy or tolerate our company. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as, uh, by the way, uh, speaking of the company, the topic of today's episode is being, whether being like introvert, extrovert, yeah. And we're going to be talking about our personalities, I guess, mostly. Yeah, because, well, this is, I mean, the agenda. Yes, and uh, yeah, so let's dive right into it. Right, mm -hmm. and ho hopefully it'll give our listeners a glimpse into who we are and maybe a chance to get into who they are, maybe get a little bit, uh, get get to know themselves a little bit better. Yeah, get it like a different perspective on their personas, yeah, and kind of catch a glimpse of something new probably and see whether like uh, probably we'll try to put our own spin on the whole topic because in some way it's topic it's been around for quite a while yeah and I I probably like everyone heard about uh dichotomy right like these two ideas introvert extrovert and yeah in some way I think people are a little bit tired of it because they think it's either black or white or either either an introvert or an extrovert well, whereas in, in reality, I think it's never like that. It's like a spectrum, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. So in no one is either yeah, introvert or extrovert, where everyone is a kind of a bit of both, or there's another term, yeah, uh, which is a third one, an ambivert. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you, nail, you hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah, Nina, seeing that it's a spectrum, it's not, yeah, black and white. That why don't we start by putting ourselves somewhere on the spectrum? So yeah. where, yeah. where do you feel you fall uh, on the spectrum? And yeah, maybe you can provide an example why you think you're this rather than that. So yeah, anyone. Why don't, why don't you start with yourself? Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I have like got a guesses about your arena. So I want to check with them, right? Uh, all right. Let's see if, uh. Yeah, I would define myself the way um, you would. But the thing is that, honestly, first of all, I ha I'm having a hard time uh, giving a definite, clear-cut answer to this because I don't think I can bring myself to pure introverts or pure extroverts. Well, just to paint you a little bit um, of a picture, um, when I was a kid, you know, I think I was more introverted than now. For example, I remember going MIA, especially during um, winter breaks, summer breaks, like people would come knocking on my door, like being genuinely concerned about where I was. And I just shut myself down from the whole world because I needed that time. You know, I, I was watching Harry Potter or reading some books. <laughs> uh, I I've outgrown this habit. I hope so. So I don't do that anymore. Um, and I guess like during your life, people might uh, be one or another. 
So these days, because I mostly spend time at home, I'm actually eager to jump at any opportunity for an outing, like whatever it is, a concert, uh, a meeting with my friends, uh, I'm game to try to go there. Um, so I would say that I'm definitely more extroverted uh, right now, even though it doesn't mean that I am um, like want to be the, that I am like the life and soul of the party or that I always want to be in the center of attention. I'm actually pretty shy when it comes to it. And I like, if it's a huge gathering of people, I would stick to one or two people that I know rather than, you know, try to um, attract everybody's attention to me. So, but uh, if, if, you know, I actually, I did a little bit of reading on this and it's like where you take your energy from. So right now I take my energy from people, being with people. I think that's, that's where I get my ideas or creative juices flowing, if you will. Um, so yeah, for now, that's definitely spending time around people. This is uh, my go-to way to rejuvenate and um, feel uh, more energy for sure. So Nina, was, was that? Did you guess right? Um, I don't strike me as a shy person, but I think it's just your, I guess it's like, in my case, it's your per per professional persona around you, probably. You just have to, you know, grin and bear sometimes. I mean, not like you, but we all, yeah, we do have to do that. Yeah, because, well, a shy teacher is like, well, you have to wear like it's just a communication skill, mm -hmm. right? But yeah, I, I think you strike me uh, like as an extrovert, honestly, when I do that. Yeah, because you're, yeah, you're, you're like, uh, the way when when you communicate when we for example talk to each other I feel so much energy coming out of you like a show you share and you get it and so that's that's the way I feel about it yeah I'm with you yeah on that the one word that comes to mind when I think of you is bubbly like you have this yeah, bubbly personality but I guess I am definitely more extroverted when it comes when I put when I have to put my teacher's hat on uh, when I'm um, off the clock i am uh, a hermit and i'm i've always been so but yeah everyone i guess even the most introverted um yeah people need yeah other uh, people and you need to go out and socialize um but just yeah so it's in my yeah in my line of work i'm a bit different than i am in real life i guess it's um maybe that's what what you're talking about as well so so have you had to overcome yourself in any way when you teach kind of yeah it comes naturally i guess um yeah <laughs> it's kind of like second nature well after you fake it till you make it you know because i kind of feel that actually for me teaching is like always going on stage in a way especially at the beginning of the class or if you're teaching offline and I would have to fake confidence all the time back then, right? And then somehow, yes, it might become your second nature. You feel more organically in this role. But uh, when I was just starting, oh, that was scary. But it's learning any skill, right? It's just not ingrained into your brain. You're, you probably might be more inclined to pick it up, you know, or it comes naturally to you uh, just faster to some other people. But still, you have to learn it. You have to do the job. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, what, you know, what about you? Um, well, I think I, I'm more of an introvert because I kind of lose energy. Yeah, when I'm in groups of people, 
um, and I recharge when I'm alone. It's like, this is my yardstick, you know, when, I, when it comes to defining myself. But there is so much uh, discrepancy here because when I get to, like, to teach people, I actually get recharged. I, I top up my energy. So I guess it just hinges on so many factors, like a host of factors, like the situation, the people I'm dealing with. Yeah. And um, sometimes I just, you know, I feel like uh, all of a sudden I just all about it. I want to, you know, mingle with people. And then I feel like I want to retract into my shell, as Tom beautifully phrased, or just retract to into my mind. Yeah. And have a, a lot of like me time. So it's hard to pinpoint on this. Yeah. So I'm somebody in the middle, probably. I'm on this fancy word she said. Um, like in the middle, like half astral, half introvert. And ambivert. And I, I, was, I, I was actually, I was thinking to say omnivert. So that's <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you just coined a new term. <laughs> Gosh, so stupid. So yeah, I, I enjoy social gatherings and I love talking. At the same time, I kind of need silence to concentrate, like a lot of silence. And um, I think like this uh, go to test, you decide like, well, how are you going to spend the evening? Are you going to like uh, meet up with your friend or just hang around like uh, watching something, binge watching something? I would go for like the second one. I would too, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> like I'm also a homebody. I'm telling you, I love spending time at home. Um, at home. Um, yeah. And you know that feeling, maybe you can relate to that when you agree to a meeting with friends. Um, but when the day comes, you start getting cold feet, like, ah, oh, it's rather yeah. still at home. Yeah. And when it gets canceled, you're like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> or you get to just you curl up on the couch. Yeah. It's, it wasn't really, it was you. It's on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though, yeah, like the stars aligned and I'm now in a, in a good place now about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, you know, I just wanted to make sure that like, as far as I, we, we cannot define ourselves, right? From what I can hear, I'm, I'm like a little bit more extroverted, but I also need downtime and um, time spent all alone, even though I have enough of, uh, of it right now in my life. Um, what I was going to say is that I think there is this uh, misconception of thinking that if you're an introvert, you are shy, quiet, and what else? Can like shy, quiet, and withdrawn, and maybe reserved. Oh, reserve. Yeah. Right. But if you're an extrovert, you're super gregarious, always smiley. Like, this is so wrong, right? It's not like you cannot be, um, you know, just outgoing being an, an introvert. Am I right? Have like a smoothie veneer on you all the, all the, all the freaking time. Yeah. And you're just hate people somewhere deep down <laughs> and extroverts can also it's a misconception it's just a very like engrossed strokes yeah painted picture so it's more intricate and, and again i feel maybe that's why a lot of people um try to avoid um what is it putting other people into boxes like mm -hmm. introvert extrovert because usually pigeonholing because it usually comes with some negative connotations attached to it so if you're an extrovert, it means that you're uh, loud and hugging the limelight all the time. But you can also be considerate and let other people speak, right? <laughs> so I guess, um, as you said at the beginning, like it's not that black or white. Yeah, absolutely. So we have to probably um, somehow like, and, and, else, and also like our personality, they have so many facets. 
as you said, like in your childhood, you used to be more on the introverted side and probably you can tap into this, you know, part of you sometimes, yeah, and, you know, turn into a child when some, you know, stressful situations dawns on you. But then like when you're a more mature self and I am a more mature self, I'm more on the extrovert side because this is the skill I learned. Yeah. And I heard like this idea about uh, introvert just uh, acquiring the skills of being like a, uh, you know, apt communicator. Yeah. A well-grounded communicator and doing with it just fine. It's just like you flip the switch, you're like uh, all, all about, you know, people around you. And then you go back into your, I don't know, your place of, you know, <laughs> solitude. Yes. Yeah, that's how. But still, I see this tendency in myself or like when I read like the descriptions, what resonates, what like sparks this, you know, um, just recognition inside me. It's of course an introvert. If if I had to choose one, I would choose this. It would be an honest choice. Yeah, same here. Although I've never taken any tests, but although um, according to the description, a lot uh, resonates with me when it comes to introverts. And I feel like... Uh, I might be a textbook introvert, but maybe other characteristics like like being a bit like socially inept or uh, reserved or maybe insecure is you know some somewhere uh, come into play, uh, which might be confused yeah with uh, in, being introverted as you already said. Funnily enough, you mentioned that you've never taken a test. I've taken thousands of tests, and now because I wanted to. But for some for some reason, my school, when I was back at school or my university, they would constantly give us those tests, uh, like psychology tests, as if they were trying to help us to label ourselves or and every everyone else around us, maybe because they thought it would help us make better sense of the world, navigate, you know, uh, the world while knowing. But at the same time, I kind of feel that this is like a trap that because if you like as a child, you identify that you're an introvert and that's it. Like you, like you, I'm introverted and that would be uh, your explanation to lots of things. Like I, I'm not gonna, for example, take up that job, which requires a lot of um, communication and being outgoing because I'm introverted. So I think it's also, maybe you did the right thing, not taking any tests in your childhood. I took yeah. some tests, but they are never consistent. <laughs> so. At some point, I just realized it's not a big deal. Like, therapy works better here because you explore yourself, you know. Um, in the long run, it just pays off because you know, like, your inner workings better. Like, that there are so much depth there uh, in your personality and you can't just uh, stuff it into one mold properly, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so, apparently, we just check boxes on both sides as you read it, so... Yeah, and another thing, remember, we were, like, thinking of uh, just talking about, right? It's just about our students. Yeah, so um, can you remind me? Yeah, so I, I can do that. Well, yeah, I was just thinking, um, like, because we come across uh, different people in our lives. Uh, and as teachers, we have to cater to everybody's needs and uh, ways of communication as well. So um, who is easier for you to deal with? Um, and how often do you come across introverted and extroverted teach, uh, sorry, students? Uh, can you like spot them and maybe tweak your teaching style accordingly? I feel like most people that I come, come across 
uh, in my line of work are introverts. Um, but that's probably because uh, people who who come yeah, my way, who I cr cross path with, they are like out of their element. Yeah, when it comes to oh. your glasses and they have to overcome some um, like insecurities or fear of speaking or, well, you know, when it comes to yeah, learning a foreign language. Totally. But actually what they say is the ratio is in there are only 30 to 50% of introverts, which, yeah, to me seems like, yeah, there are many more introverts and everybody's talking, oh, how to pass a job uh, interview as an introvert, how to make friends as an introvert. Uh, how to learn English as an introvert. Have you seen that meme where there is like, when you're an introvert, but in order to learn English, you need to speak to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, so mainly introverts, right? And do you help like tapping to their extroverted side? Um, I guess I can just totally relate to them and I am a good listener so I can kind of yeah, nudge them in the right, in the right direction. And I feel yeah, perfectly comfortable with them. Um, but as for extroverts, I can just, yeah, sit and listen and, yeah, take notes and they, uh, yeah, feel perfectly fine expressing themselves. So, so I, yeah, feel pretty great with working with you both. What about you? I have never thought about the distinction, actually. Sorry to say, we can't even, like, de define ourselves. I mean, I bet it was sometimes probably, like, my telltale sign of someone being more introverted side if uh like the student my student is more of a listener as you thomas said you're a great listener so but you never know probably again it's a it's an acquired skill right so yeah basically the rule of thumb is to listen actively yeah yeah come up with some probably like um like i what what i do i just try to remember you know some information about my students sometimes i I probably, I come across as a soccer girls, you know, because I just follow some of my students on Insta and I remember some information about them. And then like, I have to explain a word to them and they ask me, what is that? And they say, remember you posted the story about like, you tried to rent an apartment somewhere. So it would perfectly fit here. And she's like, oh my, do you remember this story I posted like a month ago? <laughs> so this is weird. So probably this works with introverts because it kind of gives them some, you know, attention and they just loosen up a little bit because it's kind of, they don't have to do like this extra effort to, uh, to make this extra effort to come up with some, uh, you know, personal example to open up because you do that for them. So yeah. And with extroverts, I think it's just uh, such a cinch with extroverts. They're, they're ready to talk and they're great people too actually the toxic the they do all the job yeah you just you kind of throw wood yeah into the fire yeah, yeah they could talk until the cows come home yeah, that's, that's me being a student i kind of feel that way like if i ever if i was your student you would just ask me the question and then never hear the end of it like for 15 minutes and then that wouldn't be the case with me and i kind of expect people to also speak out, express their thoughts, but I often run into complications. Uh, like when people would like say a phrase and not being ready to open up more or like, you know, so, and I would have to direct the information out of them, asking some follow-up questions. But Nina, just what you mentioned, I um, 
head off to you. <laughs> and it's <laughs> such so an invested teacher who follows their student. Uh, and so I'm curious. It's kind of, you know, oddly satisfying <laughs> to see what people are up to. It's, yeah, that's weird. And yeah, and extras, they just do the, you know, they talk the talk and walk the walk. And uh, that's amazing. But it doesn't mean that uh, introverted students are somehow, you know, uh, below this par. It's just have to find their own strategies to open up. Yeah. Yeah. They have their own kind of forte of being great listeners and being very, very considerate when it comes to, you know, sharing this time during the class. Yeah. And letting other people kind of have their limelight. Yeah. Right. I would also say that they're deep thinkers. So you just need to give them some time to mull something over. And then they will give you, take you ways that you never even thought they could take you, for example, but you just need to take them time. So I kind of feel that extroverts may be more, um, I don't want to say superficial, that might sound offensive, right? Yeah. Even to me. But I mean, I talk about surface stuff a lot. The like, I'm just judging by my own experience. And introverts, they would go deeper, you know? And uh, that is the beauty of the communication with introverts. Once you manage to um, actually get in there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, they let themselves marinate over stuff. Yeah. And then they come up with some absolute gem in the end. But it doesn't mean, like, I don't want to say that someone is superior, like one type is superior to the other one, right? So, Although in the workplace, yeah, being extroverted is very much incentivized, I would say. Yeah. There, there is even a book, I think, like how I quiet, I think it's called quiet. I'm not sure uh, about the author, but yeah, it's about like how to, um, you know, thrive as an introvert in this actually survive or thrive. Yeah. Um, as an introvert in this extroverted world, because, because obviously, you know, it also, it's culture, uh, dependent, like for example, in America, uh, I mean, you have to be loud and speak out and uh otherwise you don't school you don't make it in other cultures like asian cultures i guess maybe the focus is a little bit different right Mm -hmm. and it's culturally appropriate appropriate to be less outspoken and to keep your thoughts to yourself uh right here yes so we are somewhere in the middle that's why uh, we're struggling to define ourselves because i yeah I feel two conflicting forces inside me. But um, again, um, just circling back to talking about students, um, like as I mentioned, the thing that I think I do in order to make sure that everybody gets their fair share of attention and speaking time is uh, first of all, not pushing, like probably extroverts will uh, jump at you <laughs> with their answers, you know, and in turn, just give them some time and also what I was going to give them choice, like whether they want it to be done in writing or in speaking, right? Whether they want it to be done right now on the spot or later in class or later, like the next class. So I kind of feel that. that and that's helps. why we send our file. Yeah. Before the class, one day before the class, so they could look through the materials and come up with their own ideas and kind of, you know, put the world right on the mouth. Yes. Twist <laughs> on the, on the, on the on everything. And that's what I kind of try to highlight every time, like come up with your ideas. If you struggle in class, yeah, think about the words from the glossary, you can, how you can use them, come up with some stories from your past. Yeah. 
which would flesh out this idea beautifully. So that's important. And thank you, Irina, for bringing it up because, yeah, this is like, this is strategy you create and probably grouping also kicks in here because you wouldn't put an introvert with extroverts all the time. Yeah, every time you pick a partner for them. So you have to uh, tread lightly with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually wouldn't wanted to mention that file that I noticed. Um, yeah, some, it's probably the most industrious students who like to look through everything, what we have in store for them. And they just like to, to know what's, what's there, um, what we're going to discuss. And I believe, yeah, I used to be the same when, back when I was doing the course, I just like, um, yeah, prefer to look through the file beforehand, like way beforehand, just to, you know, to see it got, it gives you um, some sense of yeah comfort. So and it's kind comfort. of a rule of thumb um, for working with introverts. You just give them time and let them know how much time, for example, they have to spend on this task. Um, yeah. By the way, a time constraint. Constraint is probably like a negative word, but yeah, put it with industry. Establish like somehow rules. They also kind of comforting. Yeah, to get your you know what they're ahead of you and you're down the line in class yeah totally. like even though i am an extrovert well it's okay let's face it i i i still i love uh plan everything i say like when i go to the bank like i don't know what about you but i would um have this conversation in my head thinking in my native language i would be thinking what i'm about to say or even if it's like any other sort of communication. So I constantly play out different conversations of things I'm about to say, if I know where I'm going, at least I know the context. So it's, it's, there is a thing it's called mind sculpture when you kind of play everything in your head. And that's what like Michael Phelps used to do when, uh, back when she, he was preparing for the, for the Olympics, uh, in, in 2008. Um, like he was imagining like everything that could go wrong, right? And by that he was setting himself up for success. Um, and like he was, yeah, imagining like what was happening and, and something actually did, uh, go wrong. He ended up having water in his goggles, but he had already envisioned that situation and he just dealt with it and like, uh, yeah, want another, uh, yet another like golden medal. Um, I'm not, not much of a planner. I just, you know, throw it all out, <laughs> like my raw stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it just takes so much brain juice. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like really uh, taking up a lot of my headspace all the time. So there's always some sort of planning going on in my head, be it a conversation. It's really energy consuming. Um, but it's like a safe way to go about life, especially if you're insecure or socially awkward in one way or another. Um, so yeah, what, but what, why I started that is basically because I realized this need to see what's to come in class. Yeah. Just maybe just to have a few ideas on, uh, where it's going to take you rather than just being thrown in at the deep end. Yeah. Like, okay, deal with it. So that's why I we I usually send the the file uh, a day before the class. Yes, in here, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that somehow again, like two skills we have to hone, right? Being spontaneous, yeah. uh, just speaking, like winging it, yeah, with the words, and then like being a careful planner, like they balance off each other. 
you may be able to foresee and anticipate all the potential conversations. Then you have some templates in your head, like your somehow your tools you can like on your tool belt you can resort to whenever like you an adversity knocks on your door, <laughs> so you can get your safe space. Right, right. So shall we then wrap it up? Do you think, girls? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like we just started. Right, yeah, we absolutely. did have a lot of ground to cover, but that yeah. that will do. Yeah, uh, for today. So what's the takeaway? Okay, mine would be, um, like, I mean, mine or ours, if you agree to that, I kind of still feel that the more flexible you can be, the better off you're going to be in the long run. Um, uh, and also, like, study both uh, types and see what uh, what things resonate with you and uh, turn it into your kind of, you know, your strength, yeah? Uh, adopt this a positive perspective on both, you know, types and the qualities they offer and tap into it and tap into them. Yeah, we'll have said it better. So that's it for today then. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.